Hello and welcome to Ride Home Review. I'm Oliver. And I'm Susan. And we're in Play Lab where rehearsals are well underway for Tick Tick Boom. And with us is Jackson McGovern or Jack Mack. How are you? Hello. <laughs> I'm fabulous. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. Now, tell us about Tick Tick Boom. It's kind of the... Uh, the little-known brother to Rent, isn't it? Slipped under the radar a bit. A fantastic way to describe it, the little-known brother. But um, in a lot of ways, the more impressive brother, I think, uh -huh. to be honest. But that's just my opinion. Um, so, uh, But it's, uh, yeah, by Jonathan Larson of Rent fame um, and a very autobiographical story. The main character is actually called John and is Jonathan Larson himself. So he hit it very well. Yeah, no, yeah, really subtle. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's basically the story about him getting Rent to the point that it was on stage. Rent isn't actually specifically mentioned in Tick Tick Boom, but it's um, it's very clear that there's things that are going on in his life which were going on in his life while he was creating Rent and trying to create the, um, or make, make real the dream of getting his play to be the great American musical, which Rent then became. Yeah, so why do you think one of them is this icon and the other one is sort of the also ran yeah look good question i mean i think a few reasons i think um rent uh it's it's a polarizing sort of show a lot of people either really love it or really don't love it um but at the same time it what it says was just so relevant for that particular time and so i don't think anyone can dispute what it what it was in that like when it was actually released um so i think there's a lot of that where it just resonated with so many people um particularly people within the queer community but people outside of that who were friends with people within the community queer community it just said a lot about friends who were getting lost at that time to this horrible disease um and so i think that's one of the reasons that rent became as big as it was and tick tick boom also never got released before mm. jonathan larson passed away i don't like a lot of people know that he passed away on the night of the first preview yep, that's I think right. it was. Yep. yeah of rent um so then his friends, just in a way to kind of honour his legacy, basically said, he's also done this one-man show, um, effectively a one-man cabaret or a series of one-man cabarets, um, which were the songs of Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, and they thought, why don't we make that into a musical as well? And mm -hmm. made it a three-person show. And, yeah, that's how Tick, Tick, Boom came about. Um, and, yeah, well and truly after his death, 2001, it came out on Broadway, yeah. So... You've performed in Rent, I believe? Yes. So how does this experience compare to having done the perhaps more well-known show? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little bit more rewarding for me in the sense of um, uh, the character's slightly more relatable to me. I played Mark when we did Rent, um, and Mark is also a very Jonathan Larson-esque <laughs> character um, and a semi-autobiographical show, Rent is as well. Um, but for, for John himself, he's, he's, he's an artist and a, very focused on art and basically nothing else. I like to think I can focus on other things <laughs> as well. But um, I think all artists can relate to that on a certain mm. level. Um, I think musically it's really interesting too. Luke Volker, um, MD, said the other day, and it's so accurate, that it's, um, we sung through the entire show and he was like, it's, it's baby rent. So like you're saying, Susan, <laughs> like the, it's kind of the, the, the little brother as well. Um, but it, it is, there, there's clearly so many things that are either musically uh, very similar in terms of flavor or are very close to the actual, to mm. the actual music that's in rent. Like just some things that he might've written in Tick, Tick, Boom where he thought, 
kind of like that. Yeah, um, keep that one. Rent's probably more of a chance of becoming a commercial success, so yeah. I might throw it in. Here. Um, so yeah, it, it has been an interesting thing, sort of exploring, yeah, how that's different in a more intimate sort of show mm-hmm. like Tick Tick Boom is, as opposed to Rent being um, much more a spectacle, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the fact that we're now having more independent musical theatre companies around Brisbane that? are prepared to have a, a go at, at some of these lesser-known musicals and it's not just Andrew Lloyd Webber in Lycra. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot do cats. <laughs> yeah, I can't do cats. No, <laughs> I, I don't think either of us are going to look great in Lycra and can need a single oh, dance, enough, but anyway. <laughs> no, you'd look great. You'd look great. I don't take offence to that at all. I'm <laughs> on, on your page completely. Um, no, I think it's a fantastic time. I think mm-hmm. the last five or six years really has been a fantastic time for uh, independent musical theatre in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, and for such a long time, Brisbane's been the highest per capita musical theatre attendance in mm-hmm. Australia. We which, love a musical. Yeah, we do. Um, so I think it's fantastic to get some of these lesser known ones along, which when you get people to them, they are actually just as accessible. Mm. And it's not like they're this sort of weird art that only artists can go and watch and understand. Mm. It's that they are really accessible to um, any audience goers, I think. Um, so I think it's a fantastic time. It's just more for us to do, more things for us to engage with. More cha- paychecks. That's right. That's always a plus. <laughs> Isn't <but> a <laughs> so Brisbane audiences would have recently seen you in Queensland Theatre's Death of a Salesman, and now you're doing a musical. Is there a difference in the way you act in straight plays for lack of a better word <laughs> and musicals is there a difference in the way that you, you approach to the different works yeah definitely I, I use the term straight plays as well um but uh yeah it's uh it is it is a different sort of approach um but i think that's that's one of the most enjoyable things mm. about doing what we get to do like um for salesmen for example like if you're doing like an american realism text that there, there are definitely things that in Tick Tick Boom are a little bit more indulgent when you mm-hmm. go into musical theatre land and a little bit more um, reflective is probably not the right word but um, there's a lot more monologuing or s- soliloquising to the audience mm. if that's even the word um, where you're just basically saying you're in a thoughts mm-hmm. um, so I think a lot of the time like with something like a realism play you're you're actually spending most of the time lying for example you're not mm-hmm. really saying what you think a lot of the time whereas in musical theater a lot of the time it's a little bit more um direct um in what you're uh, i'm trying to either seduce this character or trying mm-hmm. to get them out of the room or something like that um with realism i think sometimes it's a little bit more complex than that and so i think i really love that challenge with um straight theater um of having that little bit a little bit more character complexity um that's actually in the text but it's also a lot of fun finding extra stuff in the musical text mm. um to yeah put your own thing. so a three person show you said who are you performing with yeah i it's an amazing cast uh, plus me i wasn't including myself in amazing <laughs> cast um but well, i've already insulted you once <laughs> <laughs> i can insult myself i'm allowed um no uh so josh witten is also in the cast playing michael and every but, other yeah. male role um and stephanie long is playing susan and all of the other female roles as well um and actually no that's not fair they both play male and female roles that goes well and truly back and forth throughout mm-hmm. um but yeah and as I said, Luke Volker musically mm-hmm. directing and Timothy Wynn directing us. Um, and we just had lovely Peter Wood from, um, uh, who, who's just come back from Boys Taste Better mm-hmm. with Nutella, a tour to Adelaide and Perth. And 
he's doing some choreography work with us. Um, Everything tastes better with Nutella. <laughs> every, just, just, just especially quietly. boys, apparently. Oh, yeah, especially. <laughs> I might let that one go through. <laughs> um, interesting that you're performing in in Bean Lee. Is that? Um, I mean, that's great that we're. we're exposing theatre to a lot more audiences from other places but is it also a sign that we keep closing theatre spaces in Brisbane and not replacing them yeah I think it's a it's it's Part two things it's that absolutely which is um I that's a shame and it's it's hard to it's hard for independent theatre companies at the moment to be able to find venues um that are um accessible and affordable mm-hmm. uh but also, I was in Melbourne recently, and the, one of the great things about Melbourne is that you can be out well and truly from the centre of Melbourne and still find these fantastic shows that are getting put on by people with, uh, who, have, who have worked professionally and who are working professionally out there. And um, it, it's, I think it's something that we can definitely achieve in Brizzy. Uh, we're, we're a bit smaller, but we can definitely have that where like we can go to places like Beanley or Redcliffe mm-hmm. or Ipswich, um, these places that are on the fringes of us. Um, and that's still part of Brisbane. It's still part of the Queensland theatre community, which I don't think we should forget. Um, well, certainly the appetite and the talent, isn't there? Absolutely, Because yeah. we have QT, we have Griffiths, we have like some of the best theatre training schools in the country. And we're, I was told this when I was going, I graduated uni la, end of last year, and I was told, oh, you need to go to Sydney or Melbourne to break it break it and it's kind of not true what is it be true shouldn't be true why do you choose to stay in brisbane and continue to create work in brisbane or in the surrounding queensland area yeah uh i I completely hear you on the graduating and being told to leave that's a, a definite general thing that is um that filters through graduates of any of the schools i think um but I choose to stay because I really care about the Queensland theatre community. I think I think um, it's a really vibrant community. I'm, the the actors and directors and musical directors, uh, producers who I've worked with, um, either independently or at um, the state theatre company or other professional touring companies, um, are all just as good as artists that I've worked with uh, either in Sydney or Melbourne. Um, and I think um, I think this is an industry here that is growing and is growing really quickly because of uh, all of the talent that is coming out, like you say. Um, and uh, yeah, I really care about hopefully being a small part in actually helping grow that. Um, because I, I also think it's, we need to, we kind of owe that in a lot of ways to people before us, like the, the, the Bill Browns and um, the Kate Foy's of the world, people who have, who have really done, like they've laid the groundwork for us to actually be able to build careers in Brisbane and not have to move away from our families, not have to way to move away from uh, things that we love about just living in Brisbane. And like the heat and the humidity. <laughs> we don't need to talk about the heat and the humidity. You know <laughs> yeah, come back, everyone. All of my friends who have moved, come back. It's great. <laughs> so we're about to finish. Give us the elevator pitch. You run into someone who's hesitating whether to buy a, a ticket or not, what do you say to them? <laughs> Other than, I need Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll probably leave Nutella out of the elevator. Uh, okay, um, but, um, I will say to them, uh, if you are someone, it, Tick Tick Boom isn't just a show for artists, even though it's about an artist and, well, a group of artists. It's, to me, about uh, the anxieties that all of us face um, when we are hitting certain stages in our life, particularly in this 
the turning 30 thing, um, which is what John's problem is. But all of us at any stage of our lives can relate to, oh God, we're about to hit a certain point. Um, have we achieved everything we want to achieve in the time that we've had? And um, if we haven't, then is that a massive problem? Um, I think we can all relate to that and take something really cool away from that. So, yeah. Closing question? Closing question. Tick, tick, boom is becoming a movie very, very soon. It is. I'm not sure what my question is. It was just a thought that came <laughs> into... <laughs> Do you think that then... Will that be able to expose and create more awareness for this show? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a fantastic thing. And it's also an awesome cast. Like Andrew Garfield's playing John Larson. I think that's amazing. And directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, you can't go wrong. Um, So, fantastic. Who has played the role of Jonathan as well on Broadway. There we go. Thank you very much. Thank you.